Hello and welcome to my weekly podcast. I'm your host Aditya Nair and today I'll be talking and walking you through the first chapter 5 past 10 from the book Private Peaceful by Michael Morpurgo. Michael Morpurgo is a popular author with many other best-selling titles on his name. And this analyzation contains spoilers. So if if you haven't already read the book or don't like spoilers, I would recommend not listening to this. So Private Peaceful mainly revolves around Thomas Peaceful and his elder brothers Charlie and Big Joe as well as his mother and Molly who is a close friend of the children. This book is set mostly around the Devon fields and the World War 1 battlefields of Flanders. It's about two brothers who fall for the same girl, brotherhood, growing up and change. So the book opens up with Thomas Peaceful who is scared and in hiding from other soldiers in the middle of the battlefield and with an entire night ahead of him instead of wasting it he wants to reminisce on everything in his past the next paragraph stops starts off with young thomas or tomo on his first day of school revealing his concerns and how scared he is to go to school we know this because he says that his heart is heavy which implies that he is hesitant and doesn't want to go there this probably means that he is going there against his own will He also talks about how Charlie his older brother told him about how terrible school is and how strict they are. And he also says that it's unfair that his sibling Big Joe doesn't have to go and that he's always at home with his mother singing and laughing. After seeing how sad Tomo is, Charlie offers a piggyback ride to him to calm him down. Thomas then tells us how Charlie knows everything and can do everything. This probably means that he sees him as a role model and respects him a lot. He says, "I know that this morning is not the beginning of anything, not new and exciting as mother says it is, but rather the end of my beginning. And also, I know that I am living the last moments of my carefree time, that I will not be the same person when I come home this afternoon." This implies that Tomo knows that school is the beginning of his maturing and growing up, and that life will probably get harder for him soon. Soon after this, he sees a dead girl. but he doesn't feel sorry for it or his its family who is in mourning because he knows that this dead crow could be the one who chased his robin away he also remembers the time that he was about to take the robin's eggs but then he said the, the, the robin was watching me from father's rose bush her black and beady eyes unblinking begging me father was in that bird's eyes This quotation from him means that something about this bird reminds me of his father, this causing his hesitation to take its eggs. The writer probably wrote it like this to create a sense of curiosity within the text for the reader, so the reader will want to find out what exactly happened to Thomas's father. And this soon makes sense when we learn that his father died. It cuts back to where we were left off, with him in school, separated from Charlie, he needs help in tying his shoelaces. when the teacher calls upon Molly and this is the first time she is introduced to the readers she helps Tom out tie his shoelaces and he is in awe and says to himself suddenly i no longer want to run home i want to stay here with Molly i know i have a friend this would imply that she has made a deep impact on Tomo and takes away his feelings of loneliness and gives him something to look forward to every day in school Tomo starts recalling what happened the day his father died The tree started falling and he was right under it 
and he just froze. This caused his father to sacrifice his own life to save him. He then goes to his father's still body and realizes that he is dead. When we go to the day of his funeral in the church, his family is, mo- is in mourning and he stands and thinks, all I can think is that I have caused this. I have killed my own father. This quotation from Tomo implies that he blames himself a lot for his father's death since he keeps it to himself so his family doesn't hate him. He bottles up his frustration leading to even more self-hatred. And that's the end of chapter one. Thanks for listening to this podcast.